What is up, essential people? Welcome to another episode of The Essential 11, brought to you by Acton Academy. Acton Academy, Placer, and Apogee Strong. You guys, go check out Apogee Strong, A-P-O-G-E-E, strong.com. The number one mentorship program for young men, launching officially January 1st. Uh, with our with our first class and a new class starting every single month. Uh, when I say class, I mean group of young men who will be starting the year-long program. So uh, definitely go check that out. So today's guest, we have a gentleman by the name of Kit Cope. Kit is uh, a hilarious individual. He's also extremely well-accomplished, uh, mixed martial artist, uh, Thai fighter. I first learned about him watching uh, a special that MTV did on him in his Thai fighting career. He's a phenomenal athlete. Uh, but he is still also a phenomenal coach. He is an entrepreneur. He is a TV host. Uh, he's a just a really, really smart human being and a good, a good guy. So uh, you guys are going to enjoy this episode. Just a bit of fair warning. Uh, we did have some audio issues on this. He was hanging out outside. We had some airplanes. We had some uh, things kind of cutting out the audio and had to kind of restart. So we do have a couple of those things. So just bear with us and uh, and grind through, man. I appreciate uh, you guys doing so. You're going to love this episode. Check it out. Look at your setup. You Dude, the, this is the setup right here. This sound is, deadening so all over this the is, walls. This is why we bought the building, man, right here. This is why we bought it. Dude. Like, this campus was rad. I was excited to, to buy the campus in the first place. But when I saw this studio, I'm like, dude, done deal. You know? like this Pro is, spec. Yeah, man. This is that was stuff. already done. This was already done. This was already done. So oh. then we just had to buy the equipment. And I knew – I still don't know how to use any of the equipment. I just get on and run my mouth. But that's what we got as out As long as you have people that do. Yeah, that's right, that's man. Summer. Then we are good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, dude, this is, uh, this is awesome, man. I'm excited. I Before we even jump into the origin story, dude, I got a, I got a story for you. So, so July, so I had to look up the date because I didn't remember what the date was, but so July 2nd, 2005. So I'm heading into, or so no, it would have been July 1st, I guess then. So I'm I'm going into the weigh-ins for my first mixed martial arts fight. Okay. So I'm in this, I'm at this Indian casino and uh, I'm saying there, right. We're on this, this place and and I had gotten the call from, uh, from Ken Shamrock a week earlier. Right. Who was like, hey, dude, do you want to get on this card? Can you make this wait? Right. And I'm like, cool, man. Who am I fighting? He's like, I have no idea. I'm like, cool. I don't care either. Like, let's let's roll. Sounds sounds very 2005. It sounds super 2000. Yeah, (laughs) super 2005. I'm like, I'm like, what about do I, you know, blood? He's like, don't, 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 don't say any of those words. Just just show up. It's like, cool, man. All right. I'll be there. So we're sitting there and there's a whole bunch of dudes in there. I don't know who's on the card. I don't know who's not on the card. I could be standing next to the dude that I'm fighting. Like, I got no idea, right? So I'm standing next to this dude who's clearly a fighter. Like, you can tell. I can tell by the build. He's got got a mohawk. He's just freaking. I'm like, all right. So I'm kind of scoping him. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be fighting this dude or what. And he turns to me. He's like, hey, man. He's like, don't worry. We're not fighting each other. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he's like, I'm fighting some uh, MTV, like, reality star. And I was like. Really? Um, so I'm sitting here thinking like... Re- oh, shit. Yeah, no now way. you know where I'm going with this, no huh? No way. Yeah, dude, you know where I'm going with this. So so we're sitting I'm like, really? I'm, so I'm like, are you going to fight some dude from the real world? Like, I'm like, who is... Like, this is going to be interesting, right? He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to mess this punk up, you know? And he's just, he's talking all this mess, right? So I'm like, all right, man, cool, man. Go get it. Like, this is great. And then you came walking in and you're with Dean Lister. Yep. Right? You came walking yep. in with Dean. And I look over and I'm like, oh, dude, I was like... uh I was like, that's a kick. And I was familiar with you from kickboxing, you know, from following right. from following your kickboxing journey. So I'm like, oh, dude, like there's Kit Cope. And he's like, that's the punk I'm going to be fighting. And I was like, 
oh, that's who you're fighting. And he's oh. like, yep. And I'm like, the reality yeah, star. The rea- yeah, the reality <laughs> star, right? And I was like, oh, I was like, hey, man, um, he's good. Like, he <laughs> he can scrap. Like, or he's like, dude, I'm good too. And I'm like, cool, man, great. Like, I'm glad you're confident. Like, this is great, dude. So, um, you know, and that was that was all our interaction. Like, right there that day. But then the day of the fights, you know, I was in the same uh, I was in the same locker room as him because um, they uh-huh. had us just split into two locker rooms, yeah, right? So yeah, I'm in the yeah. same Everything locker room as him. Tapes together. Exactly, dude. It was yeah. so sketchy, dude. And uh, and um, so he's like trying to fight i was warming up i was i think i was like the second fight on the card that is so i'm like i'm warming up and i did not cut well we were in susanville dude so we were a mile high like my gap like i was just tanked dude in in warm-ups i'm like and he's trying to fire me up and pump me up so i go out i have a fight i fought like crap and i'm getting the win but i still fought like garbage felt like garbage um but come back and he's like yeah dude congratulations like you gotta get me fired up for my fight too and i'm like all right man cool and he's like wanting to get super fired up he's like come on like over and above in the locker room and i'm like dude i really want kit to just destroy you and then i got to sit ring (laughs) i got to sit ringside he was really intense he was super intense dude and then i got to almost catch his mouth guard as it flew out after oh, a, after a right great, hand when great. I was by there, you dude. were sitting right by Gina Carano's parents. Oh no way! That's so yeah. funny, dude. That's awesome. I didn't realize they were there. That's hilarious, man. So, yeah. So you and I had that. That was 15 years ago, and obviously there wasn't even really like inter- interaction there. But uh, it was just cool, man. It was cool. That long, is awesome. long ago, dude. That's such a cool story from the other from a, an angle that I would have never seen. Yeah. Yeah. So cool, huh? It's so rad, man. That it's is just... super cool story. You're like yeah, a Mohawk guy. Okay. Yeah. MMA. Yep. 2005. Oh, where was I in 2005? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Susanville. 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 Yeah, dude. Yeah. Susanville. Us. Oh, reality star. Okay. This is coming together. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes reality is more real than other times. A hundred percent. And he got to see, he got to see how real it was, dude. Uh, a couple minutes into that first round. So, and you know, and I, I don't, you know, oh, yeah. know nothing bad against that dude. I don't even remember his name, um, but I'm sure he's a good guy. And, and I, and yeah, I, I'll tell you what, I wish Spanish, Spanish guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anybody that's willing to jump in the ring and step, I have nothing but respect for. You know, so uh, absolutely. That's it, absolutely. man. So yeah, super cool. So I know that's kind of a foray into some of your origin story, but I do. I always like to start there, man. So anything you want to share, you have had quite the journey, man. Quite the accomplished dude. Um, so wherever you want to share on that, before we get rocking and rolling, I anything have. else? I've, I've been. Uh, I I kind of. You know what? It's kind of the story, like my 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 ongoing story. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm too early. I'm always too early. I'm always <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm always before it's cool. Yeah. That's that's and then but and people are always like people are always like oh man I was doing this before it was cool. But the the there are no benefits to that. Yeah. <laughs> like doing it before it's cool mm-hmm. means you don't get the paydays, you don't get the recognition, mm-hmm. you don't get you don't True get story, any of the dude. cool stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, um, I was actually uh, the, the way I even got into fighting at all is I was I was uh, trying to find something to stay in shape between wrestling seasons. Okay. And a lot of people don't you know don't know I was a wrestler like a and most wrestlers as you know if you're a wrestler that's your life. Yes. That is everything that you yep. do in yep. the world is wrestling and everything that you do is for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, <clears throat> uh, I was, I was, uh, 
it's between it was between the gap between the end of uh, collegiate season or or high school season yeah and the beginning of freestyle season okay. there's a huge right there and so i was trying to figure out how to stay in shape in that gap and uh and i i was i drove by this place every day on the way to work and uh and i just uh, it was a martial arts place and there were cool drawings on the window yeah like cool old school drawings on the window and i was like man i i, I really want to check that out at some point and it just so happened one day i got let go early from work and I was like, well, I got some time. So I jumped on the motorcycle and I swung by the, the place and I, I looked in the window and I was like, what is this? Yeah, what's going this on? Like, I did Kenpo when I was younger. And I was like, these people aren't hitting pads. These people aren't hitting the air. They're socking each other up. Yeah, they're getting they're moving it. heavy bags. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Like actual contact. Because that was kind of the bogus part about uh, all of the martial arts that I've done before that is that you never, you never fight. You never actually yep. get to do it for sure. For and, sure. And so, except for, you know, for pretend. Right. And so I was like, this is amazing. So I, I went in, um, I signed my girlfriend and I, at the time I signed us both up for, uh, like a, an initial intro lesson. class kind of deal. And that happened to be with Melcher Menor, oh. who would later become a world champion. Yeah. Um, uh, and now runs, uh, is at the boxing club, I believe in, in San Diego. That's awesome. And, uh, and he, uh, at the time, remember I was a wrestler. Yeah. I was a good wrestler. I was on, uh, let's see. So it's at that, by that time I, I had won state twice in freestyle once in, in high school. And so I was like, like that Legit. was, that was my direction. Yep. Like I was going to college to wrestle and, and all that. And so I was in great shape. I had good kinesthetic awareness, yep. you know, natural talent. And then I got my ass handed to me yeah. in short order yeah, very by quickly. Melcher Menor. Yeah. I had, there was nothing I could do at all. I was, I felt so helpless yeah. that I was like, I must have this. Yes, dude. I yes. must have this yeah. in my, in my toolbox. Yeah. And so I, I instantly fell in love. And from then on it was, I mean, I would skip school to go train. Uh, I, I was a, I was in love. That's is, so is awesome, it dude. It's so awesome, and then my dude. First fight materialized. Um, I was three months in. I'd been training for three months, and uh, but I mean, I was training for three months every day, all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but still, and uh, there was a fight happening, a, a pro am card happening here at the. The Four Queens, okay. like, you know, it's like a one room casino. Yeah, yeah. At the Four Queens. And so uh, the guy, one of the guys, one of my one of my partners that was fighting on that card got the hurt. Uh. And so he had a big hurt breakout <laughs> on his face. And so they wouldn't let him fight. And so Master Toddy said, hey, 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 kid, you, you, you want to fight in? tomorrow? Uh, yep. Uh, yes, of course I do. Yes. And so, uh, and so it didn't have to cut any weight yep. because I was already 126 pounds. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Six foot, 126 pounds. Oh, like look at that. I, Tall glass I of had water. the body of a supermodel. <laughs> yes, you did. Like a Victoria's Secret yes, supermodel. Did. Yes, you did. One of them pretty ones. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome, dude. Oh, that's, that's so, so cool. And that's, dude, that's how so many 
you know, you talk to more and more guys that have been involved in, in the combat sports, man, and they've got sketchy stories like that. You know, like you said before yeah. it was cool. And I love that dude. I, uh, I mean, same same thing. I grew up, so I got to kickbox a little bit growing up. So Dennis Alexio, right? OG. Oh yeah. So Alexio's from my hometown, and so I, you know, I got. Is he really? Yeah, man. So I got connected with him, you know, at a young age, and so was was competitive a little bit in kickboxing growing up, and was doing some, you know, so had that. But then I'm at Chico State, and I'm walking by this room, and I see dudes grappling. And I'm like, what is this? Like, what are these doing? They're doing leg locks and they're doing all this, you know, and I'm like, what oh, the yeah? junk is going in? So I'm, oh, like, that's I'm like, I'm going in, dude. Like, I'm, I'm going to go check some stuff out. And so it turned out it was, yeah, it was Jason Peets, who's one of the original uh, Lions Den guys, it was like him, Mikey Bolander, uh, or Jerry, Bo Jerry Bolander, Mikey Jerry Burnett. Bolander. Um, you know, some of Pete Williams, some of those old school dudes, you know, Jason was one of the first guys with that. And, and, uh, this other guy by the name of Pat Minahan, um, Pat went on and, and had seven or eight fights was, was pretty legit. So it was, it was early in all that, you know, but I, same thing I'm going in, I'm like, okay, I can scrap a little bit. So I'm going to show these guys what's going on. And I just got like, it was like they were wrestling their little sister, dude. Like it was nothing, you yeah. know. It was just nothing, Wait, dude. But your back is on the mat. It's just yeah, dude. What? Uh huh. <laughs> Isn't this done? What do I like? Who do I call right yeah, now? Can I, win, I phone right? a friend? Like, what can I do right now? Because I'm screwed. I win. Why are you joking with me? <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to stop. So like, it starts. But it was the same thing, man. It was like, okay, I got to go back and get some more of that. Um, you know, yeah, and I think right? that's a make or break Isn't sort that... of thing. Isn't you know? that weird how yeah. if if it's something that makes you feel helpless, yeah, then you you're you're automatically attracted to it. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yes, because you see the I yes. think that I think that that's a different kind of person. Agreed. I think that that is a special kind of person. And yep. when I say special, I just mean different than the other kinds of people. Yep. Because most people in the world all done. If they feel helpless in some area, they avoid that area. That's right. That's exactly right. All done. And you've experienced it a million times. You've trained, I mean, more than, than I ever have anything. But I mean, I started training more than I ended up being in the Bay Area, right? Training with Frank Shamrock. And we would have... Uh, We'd have police officers a lot of times, San Jose PD, right? And they'd yeah. come in and, and be like, okay, let's go. And they've got, you know, somebody who's like, these guys 240 and I'm rolling 170 and, and choking this dude out. Or they've got a, or we've got a girl in there who's one, you know, she's 145 and she's triangle choking these dudes. And they're like, cool, man, we're done. We're out. We're never coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't want any more yep, of this. Yep, I don't want any more of it, man. So I agree. I think it's a different kind of deal. Side note, my wife got her blue belt last night. Yeah, that's awesome. Congrats yeah. to her, man. That's a big deal. <laughs> From uh, Hinato Canuto and Raquel Paalui. That's a big deal, man. Yeah, that's a big yeah, deal. Very, very proud. Congrats very, to she's her. She's already a phenomenal striker. And she, yeah, well, and she's a rad. I mean, just a rad human and a tough girl too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, I don't know her, but I know, I know of her, and I've watched. And she's a, she's a rad girl. Any, any girl that will sit down and go, "Hey, honey, I'm gonna let you sand my tooth down." Um, <laughs> dude, she's on like she's a okay in my right? book, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah, no That's doubt. Trust. That's awesome. Trust. So, so you start getting in the mix, dude. You got your first fight, and that kicks off a journey of, I mean, boxing, kickboxing, oh, mix, yeah. mixed martial arts. I mean, that kicks off a long journey. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I, so that was my one amateur fight. Yeah. And then uh, about three months later, um, uh, wait, uh, what was his, what's his name? Lester Phillips. Okay. There was a guy okay. named Lester Phillips. He was the UKF world champion. Okay. And he was a student of 
Dale Apollo Cook. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. right? Oh, geez. Back in the day, guys. Oh, geez, guys. man. Yeah. Oh, geez. So he was a student of Dale Apollo Cook in Oklahoma, and he was the UKF world champion at at one at oh I think it was at 118. Okay. So I actually had to cut weight for that fight. Oh. Um, and uh, went to Oklahoma, and it was a it like I said he was the world champion. Yeah. So it was a professional fight. Obviously, it wasn't for the title because yeah. it it was me. Yeah. yeah, young kid. And they were yeah. like, uh, yeah, guy with no name yeah. doesn't get to fight for the title on yeah. his first pro fight, right? Yeah. And so uh, uh, we went in there and. Um, I had no idea what I was doing Yeah, at all. For my first eight to 10 fights, I no had no clue. clue. For sure. I had no clue. Yep. I listened to my coach. He told me what to throw. Yep. I threw it and I won. Yeah. And that's how it worked out. Yeah. I believe I'm a, I'm a big believer in, in coachability. Yeah, no doubt. I man. think it's, I think it's huge. Yeah. I think you can go so much farther if you're coachable. Yeah, absolutely, man. Cause there's people that are ninjas that have come before you and that means, absolutely. and that's ninjas in everything, dude. That is ninjas in yeah, fighting. That is ninjas have, in business. Yeah, that you is can ninjas have what they have yep. already. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And so, uh, I, I, uh, I whooped up on him and then the, I mean, he was like, he was this tall. Yeah. He, he was easily a foot or more shorter than I was. Yeah. So I, I just kept him at length. Yeah. And um, the initial uh, uh, decision came out. We went to a decision. Yeah. And uh, and they they crowned him the winner of the fight. And the whole crowd. Now, mind you, this is in Oklahoma against a kid from Oklahoma. Yeah, his turn. Which I'm also from Oklahoma, by the way. But okay. Yeah. Way back. Yeah. Right? So this is the local guy. Yeah. And – um. And the whole crowd starts booing after the decision yeah. because it was an obviously poor decision. Then come to find out, then a, a number of people like ran up to the tables and were like, hold on, his dad, his dad was one of the judges. Oh, no And they were way. like, that's his dad. That's not cool. No and so way. I ended up getting the win, you know, because you can't. That's that's a little like a you know 2020 election type Talk thing. Talk about some of that. So <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, dude. Yeah, so I, I I ended up getting that win. But then once you're that that was it. Yeah. Once you're pro. Yeah. You're pro. Yeah, pro. There's no going back. That's right. Yeah. And so I got did. one amateur fight and then had to start cooking. Yeah, and you did. I mean, you did. I did. You did well. I did. And I and I did. And I, and I again I say uh, I I attribute. I attribute a lot of my success to, to coachability. Um, uh, the fact that I don't like to get punched in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I move my face, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that really helped me out a lot. Novel, in the, in the con world. novel concept, um, huh? Yeah. And, uh, and stuff that I don't, that I, that I don't really even want to take credit for. Yeah. You know, stuff that I was just, I was born a with. A DNA thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I get out of the way yep. naturally. I, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, like I said, kinesthetic awareness yeah. and, and movement and stuff that I just had naturally. Yeah. And that helped out a lot. A big time. Yeah. Big time. So that's why when, when people are always like, uh, even back in the day when people are like, Oh man, you're in such good shape and stuff. Like, I'm like, it's a byproduct. Yeah. Like I, I'm not doing this. Yep. For the, I, I'm trying to do that, and this happens. Everything else happens because you know, of that. and yes. then like, and it, the same thing with with ah, oh, you're so good at this. How do I become good at that? And I'm like, what you need to do is you need to become good at what's already in there. Yep, yep. 
Like, don't there. become the next Kit Cope. That's right. Become the next you at whatever you are are destined for. That's right. And then all this other stuff you find out comes out as the byproduct. Dude, that is, yeah. um, it's a beautiful metaphor for that's, I mean, that's why I start these schools. That's why, that's how we run these schools is we want these kids focusing in on, on their strengths. And that's actually one of the questions that came in from these kids, which I, you've already kind of answered it, you know, is like, should I focus on my weaknesses or, or focus on my strengths? I mean, we are all about like, dude, double down, triple down on what your strengths are, what gets you yes, fired absolutely. up? What is your DNA already telling you that you are solid at? Let's figure out how to build uh -huh. a career around that. And when you're so ninja focused on that, not only do you become the best of the best there and you provide yourself with a ton of opportunities there, but you get all these other little ancillary things that start happening. It's all yeah. these other byproducts Absolutely. start happening that never would have happened if you didn't pull the trigger on that strength man you know on, yeah on what you were yep. on, yep. on what you had a propensity for that's it and that and and once you double down triple down yep. on your natural abilities your yeah. natural your uh, uh bend mm -hmm. if you will um it gives you wiggle room yeah to be able to work on the stuff yeah. that you're not so good at that's right that's right because you know? you yeah because you're providing we talk about it all the time man provide and pursue. You can do both at the same time until eventually those become the same thing. That's so cool. Absolutely. So yeah, this you have I mean phenomenal um you know, kickboxing career, mixed martial arts career. What do you what what kind of after that getting out of the game? I mean, I know you're still kind of in the game because you're still yeah. you're still training, you're still yeah. helping dudes train. Um, but what is what does life look like right now for you? Man, life right now is like most people, life right now is is um Exciting. Exciting. Yeah, there's the word. We'll That's say. it. Yeah, dude. Exciting. That's the word. Um, uh, so now, uh, I'm I'm actually kind of, I've I've renewed my vigor or my fervor for for fighting. Yeah. And um, uh, so now I'm I'm training fighters again. Yeah. Uh, I I took uh, Scotty Jorgensen. Yep. Trained him up. Took him all the way to a title fight. Yeah. Um, he's actually starting to make a comeback right now. Good for him. Um, Rad dude. I started working with, uh, Michelle Pajeda yeah. and a couple of the other Brazilian guys Super cool. here. Um, so training guys. And then of course, because of the way that I train, um, I, I have to be in, I have to be in fight shape. Yep. I have to be in just as good a fight shape yep. as the fighter is, right. or at least close. Um, because I'm not the pad holder that just like stands there. Okay. Yeah. Do your thing. Do you're, your thing. You're in the mix. Like when I hold pads, we're fighting. That's right. It's just as much of a fight for me as it is for them. Yep. So that's actually, that's been great. Cause that's gotten me, you know, off my duff and back into, back into fight shape. Yeah. Cause there's shape and there's fight shape. Yeah, absolutely. Man. And most humans will never get close to fight shape. True story. True and so, story. this is, this has allowed me to actually push, push in that direction and get back in fight shape, which just, it just feels good. Yeah, man. it just feels different. You just you sleep better. Yep. You wake up happy. You know, yeah. it it you're you've got energy through the day. Yeah. If if people realized that that all of these things that they're that they think that they're missing. Yeah. Right. Oh, I just I don't sleep good. I don't have any energy. I you know I can't focus. All of this stuff. Okay. Well. Um, if you spend more yeah. energy, yeah, yep, you will get more energy. You absolutely. That's will. how it works. Yeah, the return on that is ridiculous. That's how yeah. it works. Yeah, and the whole sleep, I, the sleep issue goes away too. In the daytime, yep. Then 
obviously I'm going to sleep well. Yeah, man. And if I sleep well, yep. then I'm going to recover well. That's right. Then I'm going to have more energy. Yep. Then, you know, it's, it's the same with like, uh, with, Oh, I thought this. I thought the sprinklers were going to come. Yeah, oh, that would we're have been that would have been fantastic <laughs> on the YouTube part. That would have <laughs> been a first. That would have been great. Right? It would have been a first. Mark that, that one down. Uh -huh. Check that box. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, you I. Know, you don't. You don't need. Um, you don't need. Uh, uh, there are there are things that your body is constantly telling you. Yeah. And most people completely ignore it or go, oh, that's. It's too easy of an explanation. There that, must be something wrong. I need a pill. That's exactly right. We talk about there's the people do not. It's not that people don't get those messages. They don't pay attention. Oh, exactly. They don't pay attention. Oh, man. They don't pay attention I to could, it. We could do an entire yeah. series of podcasts about paying attention. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. But, but, but culturally, we're taught not to pay attention too though right like culturally like you always go to the you go to the expert man on, on whoever it is and if that expert says take a pill then then you take a pill if that expert says uh you know you're, you're i'm the authority so you're gonna just study this one thing and this is what makes a well-rounded life dude we go to that expert right and we and and that's where we stick dude we don't pay attention to our instincts around anything else so talking about kind of like that oh, uh what's going on What's going on now, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, uh, so I'm training people again, training fighters again. Yeah. Um, most of the money comes from private lessons. Yeah. Still, um, I still do uh, security contracting, which I kept that, I kept that pretty low profile for a very long time. Yeah. You know, I just, I didn't want, I, I didn't want them to mix, you know, yeah. I didn't want like my, my public on-camera life to mix with my, you know, private security life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it became, it was a problem a couple of times. Was you know, it? where I would be on a gig or something and yep. somebody would be like, oh, hey, kick coat. Yep. And I'd be like, yeah, hey. I'm incognito at the moment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of crazy. Are you still doing that? You still, you're still taking on some of that? Yeah, I still yeah. do security contracting. Yeah. Uh, most of it now is, um, uh, like, I do a lot of, like bond trading stuff where I'm like uh, babysitting lawyers and bankers and yep. business guys and stuff, EP work, yep. executive protection stuff. Yep. Um, uh, but gigs are so few and far between right now, yeah. especially like for decent pay. Yeah. It used to be when I started, it, it was, was like thousand dollars a day. Yeah. You know, solid work for thousand dollars a day, three month contracts there. Yep. Um, and then, now it's down. I know dudes in the sandbox, like over in the sandbox, making two fifty a day. Wow! Getting shot at every day. Wow! Yeah, that's a yeah. That's but a, that's that's the life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so still doing still doing security contracting and EP work. Um, and then I just started this. Yeah, you got the this brand. Is my, this is my brand finally. I've just been I've been talking about it and saying it and You've such for so long. And hashtagging like, you know it. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? There are other people that appreciate man shit. Yep, absolutely. So I'll put it out there. That's awesome, man. I love that. I love it, dude. Yeah, I love it. You've been hashtagging it forever, so I was pumped when you launched it, dude. I think it's I think that's rad. I think that's cool. We, but yeah, uh, I think it's I think it in a way it's it's you know, it's a it's an opportunity for me. Yeah. You know, to to spread my seed, yeah, if you will, you know, to get to get the message out. Yeah. 
But I also think it's, I, I think it's necessary. You know, it feels almost like a, uh, it feels almost like a responsibility. Yeah. It feels like it's incumbent upon me to, to wake the world up to the fact that we're not building men anymore. Man. Uh, you, uh, yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. You know who's, who's just joined this fight in a big way is Candace Owens. Uh, yes, she has, man. She's been stepping she's, out. Yeah. Dude, she's exactly. a she is a samurai. That girl's been stepping out, calling out yeah. uh what was his name? The cute little dude from uh from the band. Harry Styles yeah, calling out yeah dude. yeah exactly. Harry Harry Styles right calling him yeah. out um onto the carpet and and you know kind of starting that whole conversation man she's a savage yeah yeah because there's there there's such a rebellion against establishment that's yes. it that's yes. all it is yes here's the thing we get to establishment yeah through a lot of filters yep there a lot of things have happened a lot of We've got a lot of directions which have led us to the establishment that we have. That's right. And they're not all terrible. Yeah. Sometimes they get that way because that's the best way. That's the best way to go, man. Yeah. We've, you know, it's, it's, you know, as well, man, this cultural, uh, this cultural idea now, and, and we, we have this term that we use toxic masculinity and yeah. for me it's the it's the ultimate oxymoron it's like jumbo shrimp right like it's yeah, it yeah, is yeah. dude they're yeah president-elect pres yeah <laughs> 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 oh that's awesome um yeah i mean but it's just it doesn't go together dude real masculinity there is honor behind that there's protection behind exactly. that there's providing behind that there is you know there it's a classic group of virtues that help make men good they are virtues that they get to choose um and and it allows us to progress as a society safely you know and, it, and it's always yes. been this classic thing and it's not taking anything away from females to do that it's not taking it's not creating a fascism you know in our culture it's not creating any of that stuff it's creating providers and protectors that deal with each other honorably um you know and and virtuously dude and it's it is it's it freaking drives me nuts we've had uh short supply dude short supply we've had there's always going to be there's always going to be hunts right yeah there's always going to be big bad dudes yep. out there that's right conquesting and, right. and pushing people around right and without virtuous men there you go they take over those those conquests will will inevitably be successful and the whole world will belong to the big bad guys. That's exactly right. So uh, you need, you need men to be men, yes. to act like men. Yes, dude, to be able to, like, I look at it from, we live on a little ranch here in, in California, right? I've got chickens that are just doing their chicken thing. It is in their DNA, yeah. they're doing chicken stuff, right? And so they're wandering around the property. There are also coyotes and mountain lions in the neighborhood. They're doing their thing too. You know, you and I yeah. were talking about the DNA thing, right? It was a different DNA yeah. thing where we go, all right, we just got our asses handed to us and we wanna go get some more of that so we can get better. Like it's a different yeah. DNA thing. We can't help that at all. It just is, it's just built in. Mm -hmm. So the coyotes are gonna come do their thing and the mountain lions are gonna come do their thing and they're gonna wanna eat my little chickens and and that's fine because uh, that's they're wanting to do their thing. But now I also have this 120 pound sheepdog 
And his thing is, I'm going to protect these chickens. This is my nature. I'm going to let, uh, he's the gentleman. He's the savage gentleman that is going to protect the chickens. Chickens, you do your thing. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to take care of you guys. And coyotes, if you step foot on this property, I'm going to tear a hole in your ass. Right? Like that is, it's that. Mm -hmm. Humanity has the same things. You have the wolves and you've got the sheep and then you've got to have the sheep dogs. Otherwise the wolves just take over. Yeah, Period. absolutely. Otherwise, otherwise, the sheep become the sheep become dinner, storage food. Dinner. That's, that's it. it. Yep. And that, and that's the same exact thing that yeah. will happen to yeah. the proletariat, if you will. Yeah. That if if the big bad guys come and there's no good guys, yeah. Then yep. you become you you become storage food. That's right. That's you exactly become right. slaves. Yep. You become whatever they need you to be. Yep. That's exactly right. Instead man. of what you would like to be. That's right. That's right. So we, you know, we, uh, I've had uh, a couple, some good guys. I don't know if you've read any of these, but Ryan Mickler, um, you know, he's mm-hmm. kind of leading order for, you know, order of man and, and uh, his yep. book sovereignty and good dude had him on the podcast. Great guy pushing for this Jack Donovan, um, you know, great dude. Uh, yeah. yeah. For, and- Put men, right? And they're good at being, you know, as Jack puts it, they're good men, but they're also good at being men. And, yes. and I think that's a clear distinction, right? And so had these guys. So, and I'm thankful for their work because they're trying to pull men back into that. Like, hey, it's okay to be to be a man kind of space. I'm I'm grateful for Candace Owens who's going, hey, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. to be in this space. It's the verbiage. When it, mm, it's the oh, verbiage that that gets you. Yep. It's the it's and now we've seen right. We've seen how strong how powerful yeah. the narrative is yes right how powerful controlling the narrative can yeah. be yep and so when you when you make up words like toxic masculinity yeah and and you start you start uh um using words like man manliness masculinity in negative connotation yep. and they just they you know, it's it's constantly beat into you yeah. through through lifetime movies and and celebrities and and the mainstream media and all it's all just indoctrination yeah. beating you up with being a man is bad. Being yeah. a man is bad. Everybody should be the same person. Right. <laughs> no. Right. No. That's the worst. That does not work. It is the worst. And, and it would and, and it makes us like I said, it makes us food. It does, man. And it, the whole conversation is always like, hey, embrace your, you know, the guys should embrace their feminine side. And so it's almost like they juxtapose masculinity and femininity. And to me, man, that's to me as, the, yeah, as though it, dude, it's yeah, they're supposed they to be both, a masculine. They, they're supposed to be a feminine. That's the way things work out really well. And I don't think the opposite of masculinity is femininity. I think the opposite of masculinity is childhood. To me, right? You, you yeah, become you part absolutely. of becoming a man is taking on that responsibility of the manhood, taking on the responsibility of those virtues that come along with that. And you can't do that until you give up your childish ways. And so I think that's a part of it too, is we're perpetuating these 30-year-old children who still want to live with mom oh and dad gosh. and are still, you know, yeah. like that delayed yeah, dude adulthood guys. I call dude. Them dude guys. Dude guys. Yeah, dude. Dude guys. Killing us. Killing yeah. us. Yeah, and and that you you and pe- people are constantly like, oh, well, can't, why can't women do man shit? Women can totally do man sure. shit. Can totally do man shit. Sure. They, they, they've had to. Yeah. Actually, they've had to over the last, say, 30, 40 years. Yeah. Because men aren't doing it. Yeah, they're shucking the responsibilities. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. women have had to do man shit. Just, you know, they don't want to. Yeah. 
They don't want to. That's right. Uh, they the, don't want to do all the stuff that right. I have to do. Uh, that's right. They don't want to do all the stuff that my body was built to do. That's right. That my brain has an affinity for. Yep. They don't want to do that shit. Yeah. They want to do their shit. Yeah. But As if they, they do their shit, then they're they're basically like the the woman version of of uh uh, uh what do they call what do they call that um Uncle Tom. Yeah. It's like a woman version of Uncle Tom. Yeah. What you're doing. You're doing woman stuff as a woman? Yeah. Well, that is offensive. Uh, yeah. I know. Right? Yes, it's the verbiage. The verbiage is killing us. Yeah. It's all those semantics, man. Yeah, dude. It's Nick, a... If you're not, if you're not the uh, on the gentleman part, yep. if, you're, if you're not a man first, you're just gentle. Right. Wh which, okay. That there, the world needs that too. And we have that, but and that's, currently mm -hmm. we're in a we're we're in a in a an actual crisis. Yeah. For men, yep. we need men. Who's gonna fight our wars? Who's gonna lead? Yep. Who's gonna lead? Who, who's gonna exactly? Who's, who's gonna lead? Who's gonna lead? And it just is what it is. Yeah. That's so. Oh, God, yeah, so good, man. I'm so th I'm so. It makes me every time I talk with this man, I'm super grateful for for my wife too, because she's she recognized. She's like, I am so much better at so many things. So she does that. I'm better at a lot of things. So I do that, and it works out in this amazing partnership. Like it's not rocket science, you know. And weird. So it's really weird, Him right? Really weird Him how that works out. They work together. So yeah, man. So you know, we're and we're having to reclaim like those dudes. You know, Mickler and Donovan. All their work is about reclaiming it, and I'm so appreciative of that. We want to try to freaking figure out what we're castrating boys early right so tim uh tim kennedy and i have a yeah. mentorship program right that we're launching in in january mm -hmm. and that's exactly it man we want to take young guys before they get to that point of being castrated and teach them how to be those honorable men yeah they go forward yes. and leave and how to yes how to exactly you know those experiences Can boys do man shit of course they have to yeah they yeah. have to boys totally. have to do man shit otherwise they can never be men that's it man that's it that's it. It's making that decision. It's the agogi, right? You make that decision to go through mm -hmm. those hardships and come out the other side and take on those responsibilities. That's it. Yep. I mean, that's it. I love that. So um, that was a great tangent, by the way. That's yeah, dude. That's so good. And some of my favorite stuff, man. <laughs> God, so good. Some of my favorite stuff, man. No, it's huge. So do you think that's an innate thing? Because one of the questions that's on here is about developing self-confidence too. And so do you feel like, um, you know, if you were talking about some of this DNA stuff, do you feel like self-confidence mm -hmm. was something that you kind of had grown up? Do you think it was something that the parents instilled? Do you think it was experience-based? Where do you think that comes from for you? So confidence is, is uh, I'm going to put confidence in the realm of behavior. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely behavioral. I think, uh, I, I think we're, we're, we're born with confidence because we don't know what we can't do. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're born with confidence and that gets taken from us very early. Yeah. Very early when we can't walk and shit. Yeah. <laughs> that we can't do the shit that we're seeing other yeah. everybody else do. Yeah. You know, so that confidence gets taken from us early and then needs to be rebuilt. Yeah. And some people rebuild it and some people and don't. Some people. And that's, and that's a consequence of, of life and experience. Yeah. And it's interesting. And in my opinion, parenting. Yeah. That's a, there's another, we can do an entire series on parenting Yeah. because everything that you're seeing out there, yeah. all the dipshits, yep. all the dipshits, you know, rioting and destroying shit and 
and and wearing dude dresses and yeah. all that, that's bad parenting. Yeah. That's where that comes from, bad parenting. My generation, yeah. worst parents. Yeah. <laughs> the worst parents. Yeah. It used, and, and you know what it is? I, this is my theory, by the way. The Our parents told us, now, if you talk to your parents, yeah. they'll be like, yeah, my dad told me I was a lump of shit. <laughs> or or <laughs> yeah. my dad told me I better move my ass if yeah. I'm ever going to accomplish anything. Right. Right? Our parents told us, you're a wonderful, special snowflake that can do anything that you want in the world. You can be the president. You can be an astronaut. You can do whatever you want if you just put your mind to it. No. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't yeah. at all. Yeah. Right? So, but but you can do you can do amazing things as long as you find out what your what amazing is. things are. That's the differentiator. You know? But the parents now, since well, since we were told that we were so special and so awesome and everything, and then we grew up and had children, and I'm saying we as in they, right. not me, Yeah. but we grew up and had children, and it used to be, okay, well, now that I have children, my shit is on the back burner. Yep. Because everything is about children. About them. Yeah. Everything is about making them better than I was. That's the whole job. Yep. That's like that's that and happiness. That's the only that's reason it. you're here. Yeah. The yeah. only reason why you are physically on this big ball or flat thing, whichever you, you want, whatever you want to roll around. with. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around is because you need to make the next generation better than you mm. and be happy. That's that's it. That's it. That's the ROI. Those are the only two, those are the only two things. Make it, make the world better than when you got here. And just like when you go stay at somebody else's house, and, right? You babysit somebody else's house. Yeah. You make sure that that shit's cleaner than it was when you arrived. That's right. That's our whole job. That's the job. But and, oh. our generation is going. Oh well, yeah, I had children, but my shit's still important. Yeah. I still have me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop my dreams or whatever because just because I had to, yes, you should. Yeah, it, yeah. Yes, you should. You had your shot. You had your shot. You can still work on that on the back burner. Yep. But your focus should be the, the little ones. The priorities. The priorities yes. are, are there. And there's so much of that that all goes together, dude. You're talking about the confidence being stripped early and then folding into this entitlement mentality one of the interesting things you know because you reference like okay so like we you know we're, we're figuring out that we can't walk and we're seeing all these people do that one of the interesting things is at that point what parents will do is they'll be like oh you fell on your butt that's all right man keep going that's all right man keep going that's all right man keep going like because they just expect at some point the kid is going to walk but then we start going into all these other weird little cultural designs of like well school looks like this and you need to get these grades and if you can't do that the parents aren't just like it's okay man keep going because you're really good at this you really get like keep going the parents don't do that they go oh shit well you're supposed to be fitting in this little box and so they start skewing their perception of, of that too yeah. so they start stripping self-confidence there yeah. right because uh, then we start yeah. buying into all these uh you know all these all these different little funky constructs there's so much that goes into all that but you're right our our generation grew up being told you can do anything rather than no here's what you are built to do um, you know, I had, I had dreams for about, you know, three weeks of going to the NBA and I was like, dude, I'm 
Cool, man. But I'm also a five nine white kid. I was also you're talking about being a you're talking about being six feet, 126 pounds. I think I was 126 pounds when I was four. Like I so I was a chubby little you know <laughs> chubby little short white kid. And uh, but somebody needed to tell me, cool, man. You maybe you'll play some high school ball. But that's about that's about as far as that train's rolling. Um, you know, we got to be more intentional with that. So much of that. Which oh. so just like you're saying, when you were when you were a kid. You have this idea, you, you, okay, well, yeah, that NBA stuff looks like a good time. Yep. I can shoot a basketball. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way I'm going. Mm-hmm. But you were young. Yep. You didn't have, you didn't have the experience or the knowledge or, or, you know, or, or the mentorship to, that's right. to steer you in the right direction. That's right. That, that's why kids don't make those decisions. Yeah. Yes, that that's right. The sovereign there's a there's a weird faction in our society too. The things there's a sovereignty in a six year old. There's a sog a sovereignty in this eight year old where they can just they're going to be able to make all this all of these decisions. Like hey, whatever they decide is going to be perfect for them. If that's uh, deciding on a gender or they're deciding on you know anything, it's like yeah, we're stripping them of that of that mentorship. Um, yeah, yeah, the opportunity. Weird, yeah, dude, that's a to weird spot. Find out. Who so who do you look back and go, okay, well these people were rad mentors for me along the journey? Do you have you have a few? And I, I would say my um more than anything, my my parents. Yeah. I had such good parents. Yeah, that's awesome. You know? That's all and, and they divorced when I was five ish. Yeah. yeah. Five or six. They divorced. Um, which is okay. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it turned out it's okay. Like a, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Your parents divorced. That yeah. gives you like a, it gives you Death like a, 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 a card to, to just fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yep. You know, oh right. well, you know, my parents got divorced, yeah. and uh, and so you know that damaged me, mm-hmm. um, because you're weak. Mm-hmm. It, you're playing the victim. My parents divorced, but they always, they both of them always, I was always sure that 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 I was loved. Yeah. Absolutely. I was always sure that I had support. Yep. Um, that I had great parents. And my dad was, my dad is very, very old school military guy. Yeah. And so, but at the same time that he's an old school military guy, um, he's very, he's also very cerebral. Yeah. And so, and so I got, I got, a, I, I feel like I got a leg up on a lot of things. Yeah, because he always talked to me like a person. Yep. He w- he refused to do the binky blanky, yep. you know, baby talk stuff yep. and talked to me like a person right. since I was a child. Yep. Now, just like to, to throw it back to what we were talking about before about, you know, children and, and making decisions and being able to make decisions and whatnot. Children are way smarter. Totally. Than then we give them credit for it. You remember when you were a kid, a very, very young kid, and people were talking about, let's say, sex. Yeah. And you're seven or eight. Yeah. You knew what the fuck they were talking I knew about. Exactly what was going on. You knew 100%. exactly what they were talking about. Yeah. Yep. You didn't need to get a talk from your dad when you were 13. Yeah. You already knew. Yeah. Yeah. Because you understood. Yeah. Now, here's the thing comprehension for children. Through the roof. Right. Through the roof. Yeah. Uh, however, 
how to navigate. There's a difference between being able to attain and retain and regurgitate knowledge and then apply and that making an informed, responsible decision. Right. You right. don't know what responsibility is. Right. That's where the mentorship comes in. That's exactly yeah, right. Absolutely. That's exactly right. I, dude, us, oh, that's, that's perfect. Beautifully put. I remember being, uh, I was five. I had just turned five and I remember being in school and I remember they divided us up into groups one day and it was going to be a reading group thing and they named us by colors. And I remember very clearly at five years old sitting there looking around the room going, okay, they think this group right here that they just named the red group. These are the kids they think are the good readers. The blue, uh, the, yeah, yeah. the blue ones, uh -huh. the blue ones over there are the next yeah. yellow group is, is the group they think needs the most help. Like I, I figured that out. Yeah. It didn't mean I was a great reader at the time. It didn't mean I knew how to go off and read. I was five, but it, I knew it, what the hell was going on. That you, you saw what was going on and you understood. And I knew it. exactly what was going on. I knew exactly what was going on. And that's one of the things uh -huh. too, that we talk So like uh, the, one of the first books that's in the the program that Tim and I are developing for young men, one of the books that we have here on campus um, for our, you know, that I want our, uh, our, our teenagers, especially to read as they come into high school is a book called do hard things, super easy read written by a couple of uh, young brothers that were like 18 or 19 at the time. And one of the things they talk about, and we talk about a lot on this show is, is the concept of a teenager being developed in like 1940 something. And so that's exactly what it did is at that point, we decided culturally, we're going to give these guys some time off of being a human and just go, eh, all the responsibility is gone. Cause you're a teenager. You can't do anything. Yeah, 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 and yeah. these guys go, look, look at teenagers before that going into war and leading dudes into battle and having real jobs. <laughs> and you are capable. You're capable of all that stuff. And if you have that mindset around those responsibilities, plus you have us as mentors Yes. Then life yes. looks different. That's why we don't teach here. We don't lecture here at all, ever, 0% of the time. We're guides. We're mentors. We're the Morpheus to all these high school neos. Like, yeah. that's it. And just go, cool, man. This is what we see in you. You've got to take on the responsibility. You've got to get rid of your victimhood mentality. That's got to go in order to be here. Like, get rid of that altogether. We're going to help you see whatever the patterns are. What's your superpower? And then we're just going to be the mentor on the side. We're going to continue to help open doors. You're the ones that have to walk through those doors. And yeah. that's that's how I, you grow. I've been lucky. I've been lucky with a lot of, I mean, like I said, my, my, my dad and my mom is, is so strong Yeah. that she's such a strong lady yep. and she, and she thinks that she's not, Yeah. which is the crazy part. Yeah. She is such a strong lady. Um, and her moral compass is spot on dead nuts. Yep. Right. And so that, that helped me a lot, you know, making decisions yeah. when I was a kid as well. But I also have, <clears throat> I was lucky to have a a lot of mentors throughout the years, uh, mostly thanks to sports. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had, I had some, man, I had some coaches. really good wrestling coaches yeah. that taught me some serious life lessons yep. that, you know, that I might not even have gotten until years later. Right. And then I was like, Oh man, coach Furman said that. Duh. Yep. Yeah. Here it is, you know, yeah. 10 years later, I get it yeah. kind of thing. But I, I was lucky to have a lot of mentors. And I think um, that's another problem that we've got going on right now because now, granted, sport 
in the United States is bigger than it is in any other country. Right. True. Right. Sport is so important here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, to the to the point where we have grown men playing children's games, making bazillions of dollars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. These games are kids' games. Yeah. Football started as a kids' game. Baseball, yeah. it's a kids' game. Yeah. I got. I have friends that ride BMX bikes yeah. and make millions of dollars. Yeah. That's a kids' yeah. toy. Yeah. Dude. Right. Yeah. However, it's so sport is so important here, um, and they're getting rid of it. Right. They keep taking sports out of high school. Yep. They keep it. Man, I can't. Can you believe they dropped wrestling? I know it. They dropped wrestling from from a ton of like a ton of schools. Top ten wrestling schools. A ton of schools, man. I know. I don't Stan think Boise State has wrestling yeah, anymore. Yeah, Stanford dropped it this Boise year too. Boise State. Yep. Stanford dropped it this year. Whole bunch. Yeah. It's, whole bunch of programs. Yep. They keep dropping sports yeah. left and right and adding art, which there's, of course there's no problem with art. Art imitates life, but you gotta have life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta have that Otherwise, part of it. Otherwise, you're just gonna have yeah. art imitates art. That's right. Yep. And you're chasing your tail. That's right. I got all that mentorship through sports. Sports. Did you get? Would you say you got more of that mentorship through through coaches and through sports than you did probably from from subjects and teachers and and all that kind of stuff in school? I absolutely. mean, absolutely, absolutely. I don't know. I don't for know sure. of anybody that didn't. Yep. You know, I really don't. Yeah, for sure. Now, of course. There are the outliers. Sure. There are, you know, like I had a, I had a, a super solid chemistry teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that who was actually, actually, you know what? He was actually also my soccer coach. Was also a coach. So yeah. Yeah. that helped. Yeah. But, but in the classroom, you know, yeah. like he was just full of little, just like little tidbits that, that I use today. Yeah. You know, there, there were, there were teachers along the way that that definitely, you know, that had influence, yeah. you know, but by and large, yeah, most of, most of the actual, the, the, the mentorship that I can attribute yep. success to, or even, or even, you know, a, a mindset to, yeah. uh, we're, we're coaches. We're coaches. Yeah. And that's some of the best, you know, when we, we talk, so our, you know, our act in schools are part of this global network. And so we're, we globally are trying to help each other as well and so one of the conversations that comes up especially for new new owners kind of coming into the fray because there's no we're not a franchise it's not mcdonald's of schooling right where you come in and go okay well here's a plug and play this is exactly what you do this is exactly like we you can't do that with human beings that's the whole that's the antithesis right, right. of who we yeah. are in general we want to buckle down on who these kids are so one of the conversations that comes up a lot is around hiring and how to hire a good guide not a teacher who's taught to perpetuate this system of, of authoritarianism, yes. right? Good, it's good, a guide good, good. who's going to be that person on the side that just goes, man, cool. Who are you? Who are you designed to be? What are you here for? What's going to make you happy? What's going to make your life work? And then how do I just help you see your opportunities there? Right. It's a whole different, whole different mindset. And I always tell them like one your of the brother, you're changing the world, man. If this, if this shit catches on, if this shit catches on, which it has to, it's that it has it's got to, to it's right? got to, if it's we're going to get to the next level yep. and I feel there's a, there's something, you know, there, we all have, uh, our theories of, yeah. of how time has been going, yeah. you know, uh, uh, irrespective of, of written history. Yeah. Right. So we're either going to go to the next level yeah. 
or we're going to have to start over again. We're going to scrap it all. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so, and and what has happened to, to most, well, to every society that we know of, Yeah. again, that we know of, because admitting that your knowledge is finite finite. is a big part of it. Oh God, absolutely. So every society, every civilization that we know of has ultimately crashed and burned and restarted. That's right. And so we're either at the point where we're getting to the crash or we're taking that next level step. That's right. That's exactly right. You know, where we start to, where we, we, we can actually communicate with each other. That's right. Because that's not going on. Dude. Currently. That's it. That's it. Um, That's exactly right. And, uh, and your, and, and your approach is the, I mean, that's the way that is the route that's to get to that next level. That's what we're hoping. But it's gotta be, man, it has to explode. It has to explode. You're you're against such a huge adversary. For sure. So we talk about all the time, like, how do we get this to continue? Because you're right, man. It's these conversations, right? We're having Socratic conversations downstairs where it's just learning. The beauty is just learning how to have an actual conversation and not get emotion involved in it, how to just bring facts to it. And then how to, at the end of the day, understand that you're at some point, you're just, you're going to disagree on something with everybody. And man, that can be okay too, you know, and just continue to move forward. Right. It's, it's all of those kind of things. So we're, we're having all these, these conversations around here. But one of the things we talk about as a network is you're right, man. It's that cultural pushback, dude. It's like getting dropped into, you know, I use the example. And again, I don't care what anybody's faith is, man. I'm not knocking anybody's faith, but it's like getting dropped into a, uh, you know, predominantly Muslim country, and I'm going to go in and try to convert everybody. I mean, that's what we're up against, <laughs> yeah. dude. Right? You, me. Just I'm going to go in and yeah, go, hey, yeah, yeah. Have, can I tell you about you know whatever? So it's that's what we're fighting, dude. Is we're building, but that's why we're. It's like, all right, proof's going to be in the pudding. So we're just trying to build yeah. this better model. We're not going to try to change schools because there's too much money politics. There's too much of that. We're just going to go over here and go, hey, we're going to build something schools. completely different. Yeah. And eventually, these people over here are going to go, wait a second. Wait, that, how come there's so much success Why over there? are they kicking so much ass? Yeah. Dude, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. So, I mean, that's exactly what we're doing, man. Yeah. Um, on your, on your to, to speak on your, um, and this is just something that I've been thinking about lately. Um, <clears throat> you hear from many smart people. Yeah. From many, and I say smart people, you know, people that I would, that I consider smart. I yeah. want to know their opinions on things. Yep. These are smart people, yep. right? Um, talk about having debate or conversation without emotion. Yeah. I would challenge that to allowing emotion because if you don't, if you don't, and this is where I get that. If I'm debating with my wife, especially, yeah, right now, what I used to do when I would debate, because I love debate, yeah, what I used to do is I am dead inside. I am completely dead. It's all facts. Yeah, it's all factual, and I'm gonna murder you with these facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, and and so I I would just go dead and debate. Well that is actually kind of counterproductive yeah Yeah, you know because emotion exists right it exists 
And if you deny it, you're actively denying it. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore, you're splitting yourself, your whole self. Yep. Right. Yep. And and you can't get the best the the best uh, uh, result if you're only using half of yourself. For sure. So my 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 uh, uh, proposal, I guess, is to allow emotion. Yeah. Controlled. Right. You should be able to control right. your emotion. You the, should be able to to have emotion yep. and not let it explode. The not let it set everything on fire. Keep the the content factual but the delivery in that controlled emotion absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah, totally totally and i think about it from a um you know speaking perspective too and getting up on getting up on stage and delivering you know delivering keynotes i would not get invited back if it was just this very stagnant robotic yeah ben stein yeah. you know yes dude exactly right yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's you gotta yeah. have even the, like you watch jordan peterson mm-hmm yeah that dude gets worked up. Yes, he does. Because he is passionate about what he's talking about. Right. He really believes right. it. Right. Yep. And since you can see that passion. Yeah. Now, is there any a time? Stuff. Was there any a, 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 an occurrence where you saw Jordan Peterson get all worked up and flustered and and become unable to actually, you know, right. get uh, have the debate or, yeah. or put down his points? No, never. Yeah. But you see that he's passionate about yeah, it. You see true. that he's worked up yep. about it, and he's still delivering the yeah. facts. Yeah. You know, and so therefore you're like, oh, well, he feels really fucking strongly about that. Yeah. Maybe I should look into it. Yeah. Much more compelling that way. Yeah, that's a good point, man. Love the way you put that. So, is there, and that's a kind of a um, almost kind of a counterculture argument on that too. One of the questions that's on here that's my favorite question. I want to see if there's anything else that pops up. Um, for for you when you think about it, it's what is a piece of common knowledge that everybody knows, but Kit goes, yeah, man, but I fully disagree. That's great. Everybody knows that, but I fully disagree. Um, and there, if there's anything else that pops out, and what the example I always give, so as a career educator, you know, everybody knows you got to go to college to be successful. And I, as a career educator, say, dude, I think that's the worst advice um, you can you can I possibly give. You know, like I think that's horrible, horrible advice. I think going to college works for a very select few for a very select reason, but I actually think the greater percentage probably benefits from not. And I think that's only becoming more true every day. Um, I, I I I fully agree with you, and I also agree that it becomes more true every day. Mm -hmm. I believe that <clears throat> as college. As university prices rise, yeah. university efficacy dies. 100%. Um, uh, and um, think think about it, the jobs in the world, Yeah. of the jobs in the world, how many of those jobs necessitate a college education? Right. Very few. Very little. Very few. Um, now, uh, trade school yeah. is, is in my opinion, I think there should be way more trade schools Me than too. there are universities. Me too, man. Me too. Right? We need we instead of instead of having to go and and there are other countries that have figured this out. Yeah. Yep. You know the do if you look at the and in this model, in this model it works for them in a specific way, and I would never want to do this to our youth. Or our country because yeah. it's very, um, 
uh, invasive and rigid and yeah. kills drains. Pigeonholes people. But yeah. in China, yep. as you're going through school, your your grades separate you. Yeah. And then in your next school, in your next level of school, yep. these kids go over here. Yep. These kids go to this school. These kids are going toward a, you know, university, scientific, whatever degree, yep. something. And these kids are going to keep being separated. Right. And, you know, this guy is going, you know, this, this guy, because of his natural affinity, is going to end up sweeping floors. And this guy is going to end up building stuff. Yeah. And this guy is going to end up, you know, yeah. like they slot these kids in throughout their, right. their youth, right. you know, into the places where they belong. However, it's not a, it's not a perfect system because kids blossom at different ages. Sure. And, and if you, if your, if your synapses just happen to really connect yeah. at some point when you're 13, you know, and you make a big neurological step, but you're already in the floor sweeping program. That's right. You're screwed. That's right. That's exactly right. And they they killed the, any of the passion. And I, I like the separation piece, yeah. but they're killing the passion of it. We want to yeah. separate based on desires and aptitude, and and not say that that's a um, one's a higher path and one's a lower path. Right. If your aptitudes right. are more mechanical, more work. They're awesome, man. Cool. There are so many rad jobs or businesses you can start where you can yep. go in and you're going to, I mean, maybe this guy's aptitude is maybe he does want to become a doctor and that's awesome. But I also know contractors who make more than a whole lot of doctors. And I also, know, you know, like that's great. Let's, yep. let's, uh, let's let those guys roll with that. Yeah, man. Could not, could not agree more. I remember doing a, a, a talk for, I've done a talk for a number of, of trades organizations or um, you know, Caterpillar was a, a, a client and we've, I mean, so many, so many clients, Ohio Department of Transportation and, and um, talking with, with uh, a number of, of guys that were looking for six figure positions did not require a college degree, but because we have told all these kids, you got to go to, it's college or bus, college or bus, yeah. college or bus. They literally do, could not find anybody to work. Couldn't find anybody, but then you got a bunch of kids with four-year degrees and eighty thousand dollars in debt, and they can't find a job, and so they're working at Starbucks with a kid yep. that never went. You know, it's like it's a uh, yep. we're, we're and they we're can't find a, a job people. because they went to college yeah. to get an education, but not to get any skills. That's right, man. That's right. Yep, to get schooled, to get schooled. Yep, but get not but not educated. Yep. Yeah, exactly. it's, a, it's a scary spot, yeah. dude. Oh man, that's such a yeah big distinction. Yeah, that's such a good distinction. Big yeah. distinction. Um, so, what is a uh, one of the last questions on here is around a legacy quote for you? So, do you? I'm a big I'm a big quote dude. I'm a big fan of, of putting an I kind of keep like this book of quotes, and it's a good kind of a reminder to me. in, in a way, it's like a little book of of mentorship to just kind of get my mind right and all this kind of stuff. But what if 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 uh, God Almighty comes down and goes, hey, Kit, dude, have you seen all these monoliths, right? All these monoliths uh, oh, right, around right. everywhere, dude. So aliens yeah. are coming down, dude, and you're screwed tomorrow. They're coming to Vegas first. Dude, you're toast. Like, you're done. You're going in the ground tomorrow. Say goodbye to your wife. Congratulate her on her blue belt, dude, but you're out. <laughs> You've got a headstone going in, and you get to put something on there. It's just kind of a reminder, whether it's something from you, whether it's something from somebody else. Oh, wow. What uh, you know, what do you what do you want to put on there? Do you have anything that's kind of a go-to saying or thought for yourself? Man, I you know that's what I, I I actually I actually uh, I I don't have I don't have um 
you know, like a, uh, like one, one like all encompassing thing or anything. But yeah. my, 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 my dad was really good. He was really good with, with giving me those, those little quotes, yeah. you know, those little, those little, little those little the one little sentence dad the pants. that yeah. I carried me you know, my whole life. Yep. Like, like, um, a man is the sum of his experiences. Yeah. And so therefore I try to, I, Collect my, since I was 12 years old and I was told that I try to get as mo as many experiences mm -hmm. as I can. Yeah, dude, that's one I of the mean, big, uh, yes. Yes. Trying to experience. And it, I, I've gone for negative experiences. Oh man, that's going to suck, but let's, I'm going to know what it's like. Let's do it. That's right. Here I go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So man is the sum of his experiences. Uh, he was a big, um, uh, see if you, if you know where this one's from, it's okay. If you don't, um, uh, it's, I won't be, it's basically, uh, I won't be wronged. I won't be lied to. I won't be laid a hand on. I don't do these things to other people and I expect the same from them. I mean, it's a John Wayne quote. Is it a John Wayne? It's okay, actually just... the shortest quote. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I was like, I was like, okay. I can get well, on, yes. yeah, I can get on board well, with that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also yeah. learned that you don't call anybody friend unless you can trust them with your life, your wife, and your wallet. I like that too. Right. I like my that dad, too. My man. dad had some had some zingers. I like that too, you know? and I think that's even more, dude. I think that's so relevant today too, because everybody's got. Oh man. We got five thousand friends on Facebook, and and yeah. how many of them am I gonna let watch my kids while oh, I'm dude. gone? The, 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 the word friend and, and largely because of, it was already kind of dying yeah. or, or, or being convoluted watered down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, before social media, yep. but then of course, social media destroyed the whole concept of actual friend, yep. you know, and, and, and made all of your acquaintances your friends. Yeah, that's right. Made them all friends, you know? dude. And, and yeah. everybody's so a, I, and everybody's a follower. Yeah. I have an exact give follower. Me a oh my give me gosh, a you're break, just okay dude. with it. Give yeah, me a I'm gonna be a follower. Give me a freaking uh, break, dude. I don't verbiage, dude. Yeah, we're. I, I'll tell you. I, I will agree. I will agree with with. We'll just call them those people. Yeah. Words matter. Yeah, they do. Words do matter. Yep. Right, yep. because they're so powerful. Yep. And when you beat on them over and over and over again, yep. you know. They become very effective. That's right. Words are very, very important. And so the whole follower, friends, yeah. that kind of thing. I have, I have, I'm fortunate to have a, a pretty good posse of friends mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm very discerning, yep. but at the same time, I'm constantly discerning. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't just meet somebody and go, Okay, we'll see how you work out. That's right. No, no, I meet somebody and I pay attention to That's the somebody. Bingo. And I say, do I want to add this person to my That's right. inner circle? That's right. That's right. You know, and so I've been able to collect really good good people. strong people and that's it really that's, good it's people. that paying attention like we were talking about earlier it's, it's paying exactly. attention to 
paying attention to how does my body feel when I do this? How does my body feel when I eat? But paying attention to other human beings too. And we talk about this all the time on campus too. Like paying attention to other humans over the course of the the longer you do it, the more you figure out who they are. You see, it's always the actions speak louder than words thing. You see their habits, you see their behaviors, you see if what they do matches what they say. You learn a lot if you just watch. Paying attention and paying attention to the paying attention. Yeah. You, you have to, it, I think that there's, there's a lot of there and we do it constantly in, uh, you know, in our social life or even in, you know, like, let's say when we're dealing with our, with our government, like the current yeah. shenanigans, right? There's so much, I'm paying attention. I see that some shit is fishy, yeah. but I don't do anything about it. Yep. I'm like, ah, there's gotta be a reason moving on uh-huh head in the sand. Yep. That's the problem. Yeah, dude. That's the problem. Yep. Everybody sees what's going on. I knew that that dude was a piece of shit. Yeah. But I didn't do anything about it and yeah. I let him get close to me and then I got burned. That's right. It's somebody else's responsibility. You know? Yeah, yeah. so it's actually doing or 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 uh, not necessarily acting upon but using that paying attention, using the the information that you gather um, f- for a purpose to, right. to, inform. to actually suss out what yep. you're looking to for. inform how you move forward. And, uh, they're, they're uh, on a side note. Um, and speaking of education, cause yeah. we're, it's constant and ever and yeah. ever changing and everywhere around you at all times. Yeah. If you're paying attention, you can learn a lot. I can learn so much sitting here and paying attention. Yeah. I can learn something that I didn't know yesterday. I guarantee sitting here right now, just paying attention to the world around. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So in that, in that paying attention, um, I'm going to get, I'm going to get an education, right? Just, uh, every day, all day long yep. throughout my day. Yep. I'm going to get smarter every damn day. Yep. If you just pay attention. Yeah. And it goes, my, it, it drives my wife crazy a lot of times because she, I'll see something and I, I'll, I'll point it out and she'll go, how, why? Yeah. Why do you know that? Yeah. Why would you, how, how did you see that? Yep. Why would I'm looking this way, the way that we're going? Why, why would you even see that? Yep. Or, or why would it even trigger anything in your mind mm-hmm. to say something? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and because of that, if you are a person, if you're out, if you're listening to this podcast and you are a person that does pay attention and I f- feel that I, I don't feel, I believe that a lot of people that do listen to yep. a podcast like yours yep. um, are those people, yep. right? You're going to draw the people that are like you That's right. with your words, That's right. right? And so there's a thing out there that I just started studying for. Um, uh, and, uh, and I, I'm in the very beginning of it. Uh, so I, I don't have too much information yet, yeah. but there is a, there is a new career called a deception detector. Really? Have you heard of this? No. Oh my. It's so much fun, dude. It's so much fun. If you're a pay attention guy, yeah. so much fun. So um, there, you know, there've been so many studies about now they, they talk about microaggressions yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit like that. Right. right? Well, microexpressions, 
facial expressions, yep. behavior, yep. tone, all the way down to, to, to expressions on your face that you would have to slow the camera down to even recognize to, to, you know, 300 frames per second yeah. to be able to see, Oh shit, that happened. Yeah. And they all mean something. That's the thing. They not, they, there's no, remember you, you used to learn, like people used to say, oh, well, if you look up and to the left, when somebody right, asks right, you right, a question, right, right. Yes, yes. you're looking you're, for your creative area right, of your brain and right. therefore you're, you're lying. Yeah. Right. This is not necessarily the truth, Yes. but it does mean something. Yeah. And so when you can find out what all of those things mean, oh, dude. right, you can detect deception. Yeah. You might not be able to detect the truth yeah but you can detect that somebody is attempting Something's to be off. deceptive yeah right oh, and so rad. these people get hired so there's a ton of study my gosh there's so much study yeah so cool i though. have my work cut out for me yeah. and i'm excited about it yeah man. because there is a yeah. breadth of study totally. that has been done already oh, right so, so rad. um so like let's say you're your company a and you're buying company b yep Right? You're buying out company B. And so uh, you would hire me to come along and just sit in on your meeting. Yep. I just sit in on your meeting and I, I don't I don't talk, I don't ask questions, I don't I just pay attention. Yeah, just pay attention to I behavior. pay attention to the person that you're talking to. Yeah. And I take my notes and I can tell you, okay, when you said this, he did this, or or, or he was he was being deceptive with his answer when he said this or whatever. And then if you can get actual video yeah. of those meetings and slow it down in post and, really and be able to go over it and over it, and then you can see, then you can get a lot closer to the truth, you know, to actually what the, the, the value that you're looking right. for, as opposed to just, this wasn't real, That's so rad. you know? So you can save, think about, if, if I'm buying this company for $112 million, but I was like, oh, yeah, when he said this, he was definitely being deceptive. So then that leads your people to dig deeper in this area yep. and you find this out. And now you buy that company for 80 million. That's right. So I just saved you $31 million. That's right. $32 million, if I might, if I remember that. I said, did I say 112? 112, I, don't I think, yeah. And you know what's funny is <laughs> I've been paying attention so, to you so much, I knew you were going to say 80 million. Just saying. All right. See, all right. Just saying. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's Predictive. rad. Yeah. Very, yeah, yeah. And that oh, is dude, that's awesome. so cool. Yeah. Isn't that fun? That's awesome, dude. You may have screwed me for like wanting to build more campuses because I might just switch at this point, dude. dude that's rad. Well, have the program. Yeah. Yeah. Put the program for campuses. Yeah. So cool, man. I'm going to dive into that a little bit. I love that, man. Because it's. Yeah, uh, start with the book. What started me was a, a book called Lie Spotting. Okay. Actually, you know what started me was a book called Blink. Uh, you heard of this book? Yeah. Blink. Yeah. It's uh it's basically, a, it's about cultivating your, your first perception. Okay. Right. Right. You, or your first in, impression. Yeah. Right. Okay. You never get a second chance okay. to make a first yeah, impression. Right, 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 right. Well, that's on, that's, that's why okay. you should, you should Blink. learn to actually cultivate that first impression yep. and, and pay attention to it. Yep. People write off first impressions yeah. all the time yeah. about, you know, uh, Oh, well, they were nervous, you know, yeah, they yeah. didn't know you yeah. or something. And they just, oh, well, you know, things were different. Yeah. So, you know, don't take it to heart or whatever. 
but those first impressions mean Matter. a lot. Matter. And so that book was about paying attention to those first impressions. Yeah. Oh, and then that cool. led me to lie spotting. And then that led me to the whole program. And, and, and it all just starts with paying attention. So cool, man. Yeah, that's, I mean, I got to dive into those. I got to check those yeah, books out. Yeah, Audrey, uh, you would love it. It's That'd so be, much fun. Our, my it's kids, so much fun. My kids know at this. I mean, my kids are, are nine, nine, seven, and four, um, all coming up on a on a birthday. And and uh, that's one of our things. You spaced them out if nicely. I, if I, I spaced them out all right, yeah. Spaced them out nicely. One, one may have been accidental. I have a 21. You have a 21? A 21. Dude, I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, man. Go, She's super smart. Go too. get it. That's rad. Um, but they know, like, if I, I, that is one of the things in our house. I will just say, pay attention. And they immediately, all three of them follow up. And it's, you know, it's the whole, like, oh, that thing. But they're like, to the world around you. Exactly what you said earlier. Pay attention Damn. to the world around yep. you. Like, you've yep. got it. You do that. You put yourself at such, a, such an advantage. Um, and my wife hates it, too. Um, you know, she, it wasn't, wasn't too long ago, man. We we're, we we're laying there. She's like, Hey, we we're literally laying in bed before we went to sleep. And she goes, Ooh, you know what? And I went, yeah, I do. And it was because I had seen her body language earlier. I saw what she was doing. I saw what she was reading. And I literally was like, Oh, she's thinking this and kind of working on this right now. So she, when she said, you know what? And I was like, yeah, this is what you're thinking right now. And this is what you're about to say. She's like, I hate it when you do that. I'm like, dude, I just pay yeah. attention. Oh, dude, I just, <laughs> I pay attention. Yesterday I did that in the car with my wife Yep. and I, and I just, and I, she goes, she goes, Oh, Hey, uh, did you? And I said, yeah, I, yeah. I made sure already did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You, you had no idea what I was going to say. And I, yeah, you were going to ask if I moved the cat's bowl over to the other place so yep. the other cats didn't get the bowl when I fed the cat. And it, yeah, yep. yeah. I, I know exactly it. what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> All the time. All the time. She hates it. Oh, it's the best, dude. And I do it with and my kids. Dude. People think that, people think also with the with the live spotting thing, like they, they think that, um, or the deception detection thing, like, well, that would be terrible because people lie all the time, all day, and you would just know everybody's lying to you all the time. But it's not like sure. like you – it's a process. Yeah. You actually have to really look for – you have to do it on purpose. Yep, right. You know, right. which usually when people lie to you anyway, you, you know. You do. Automatically you anyway. Do. And there's like a mutual agreement to not call them no, out. We're just going to go for, life. yeah, we're just going to ship, yeah. yeah, shove that under the rug yeah. and just keep moving. You don't moving. have to, you don't need any education <laughs> for it. Mm -hmm. That's true, man. Yeah. Oh, so good, dude. All right. So where can we oh, run it? Okay. No worries. Um, so. Are we running? Are we running over? Run, oh, we're good, dude. We're good. And she's saying camera, okay. camera battery. I usually stuff, run over. No, dude, I do too. No, it's good. It, dude, it's easy. Easy, <laughs> easy to go. Um, so. Uh, I think, I mean, honestly, we, we end up hitting almost every single, almost every single thing. So before we get to like, what else, like where, where people can go to, to, to follow you, follow uh -huh. you, right. And get more of you. The last thing school in general, that's the last question that I have. If you could go through, we already talked about kind of like, it needs to be redesigned altogether, but if you got to go in and go, okay, here's what I'm going to, here's what I'm going to switch about it, man. Here's what I'm going to change for these young people. Do you have anything that, that pops in? I know we've kind of oh, covered it a little man, bit. Man, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> obviously, uh, dedicated time, one-on-one -on -one time. Oh, you know, with that uh, mentor. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I think class 
in general school class sizes are way too big. And when I say way too big, I mean like way too big. Yeah. I mean, 30 kids to one teacher. Yes, you can teach them a curriculum for sure, but you're not going to change their life. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're not going to lead them to where yep. they need to go. You're not going to be able to mentor them, yep. you know, especially yep. when you're getting, when you're getting, you know, this, these kids are in here for an hour. Yeah. Now get the book out and see and it. Bring in another one's in. Like, yeah, a, dude. like an assembly line. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's exactly what I, it is. I, On purpose. I, when I was a kid, you know, again, small towns and that kind of thing. Uh, I was in, I was in a, a classroom that had first through fifth grade yeah. in the, in the classroom. Yeah. And there were seven or eight of us. Yeah. And the teacher knew everything. Yeah. <laughs> she knew everything. And so you could ask her about the math or about the science or about the whatever it was. Yeah. And, She's and she gone. was a, she was a teacher. Yeah. Remember when there were teachers? Yeah. Well, there they, used to be teachers that, that had educations yeah. to share. Oh, well, they got to actually do it like, too. Oh no, I'm just a English teacher. So if you want to know about the English language, I got you covered, yeah. but I can't add one plus one. Yeah. And by the way, I've got a very clear agenda that I've got to push to. So it doesn't really matter yeah, what we all absolutely. want to do. I need, I need to make sure a certain number of you pass. This is the, what I got to yeah, do. Um, yeah. To get our funding. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so so I, I would say, I would say the biggest difference would be the biggest difference would be the people. Yeah. And then the, the dedication to yeah. each student, yeah. the, the, you know, the one-on-one, -on -one, the, yeah, it, ab absolutely. So what, what that means is that we need way more teachers, yeah. but we're not going to get way more teachers so because we, they don't pay teachers anything. So then we got to rebuild the entire system as something The whole different. system. Bingo. Absolutely. Bingo. Absolutely. I, I, and I, and I think that, that, that time, like I said, that time, the, the, you're only getting an hour yeah. with this person, mm -hmm. you know, get more time yeah. with, with each person. Then you, then you're not just like throwing shit at people on their way by, yep. you know, you can actually engage with people. And I think also what that's going to do that puts people into a setting where they're all together for a longer period of time, yeah. working on specific things. Yep. And that brings people together. Yeah. It's just like Community. a fight. If you yep. and I get into the cage mm -hmm. and we beat the crap out of each other, yeah. we spent that 25 minutes yep. engaged. That's right. And and nine times out of ten, yeah. we come out of there. There's there's some homies. Yeah, for sure. That's a it's a we, it's a we bond. Made a connection it's that a other bond. people don't have. That's yes, exactly absolutely. it, man. It's a bond. I love that. Well, if you ever get out here back out to California, visit if you're training some fighters, if you're ever near Sacramento, man, uh, I got to have you up to campus and come check it out. So yeah, you can see how dude, these kids absolutely. Are I'm, dude, so I'm in sweet, Stockton dude. training Nate all the time. I know you're out there a lot, man. I know you're yeah. out there a lot. Yeah. So yeah, you right get back there. out there. Oh, dude. and then um, uh, my buddy just owned opened up a, I don't know what it's called. I don't know what the actual gym is called yet. Uh, I think it's something hip, but, uh, but he just opened up a huge gym, like on the water in sack dude is it justin um yeah buckles is the man yeah buckles is the man he's been out to campus has he yeah man yeah i talked Doesn't to you absolutely Doesn't man not at all so yeah. we've been i've been over there 
I've been over to the gym uh, four or five times, man, throughout the build out and all the different stages. It's rad, dude. So good. And I just love even just getting out there talking to him about his vision, man. We went out there. It was pretty much a blank canvas at one point. And we were just running. He's like, okay. And he's running around the gym with his Miyagi, you know, got his Miyagi beard going, his Miyagi haircut. He's like, okay, over here, man, we got Fujimats coming in over here. We're going to put this over here. The cage is going to be here. This is how I'm going to build out this session. So I've been over there a ton of times due to different phases. and, uh, And now he's launched, man. It's gorgeous yeah it's rad yeah. it's rad to do if Buckles you're- and i have a uh we have a uh a very tight and unique relationship yeah because we have very similar philosophies on coaching yeah um, yeah and and, yeah. and most of those philosophies tend to uh circle around technicality yeah i know, you know? I, I always think when you were talking earlier about your propensity for for training but you're actually fighting but you're also like you've got this propensity for not wanting to get hit and and to move it immediately like those are conversations he and i have, have had he's like i don't understand these guys going in and just want to do the slugfest like part of it is part of the whole game is like don't get hit and don't you know don't it re- it, yeah it reminded me of him man when yeah. you were talking about that 100 percent. but it's become like a thing like yeah. where, where oh yeah i love to take punches yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah why yeah why no moron yeah no no, no. Yeah. i mean I, I that's awesome it doesn't take skills yeah. to take punches. Yeah, that's right. It takes whatever you were born with. That's right. Which you didn't do on your own. That's right. That was, yeah. No. You no, know what I mean? It's like no like when they you. talk about how uh, uh, my wife loves, uh, she really loves rap music, right? And so, which is hilarious because she doesn't curse. I mean, that's when I funny. say she doesn't curse, I mean, just in her regular life, it just doesn't she doesn't curse. Yeah. She, she's not militant about it. Yeah. You know, she doesn't care that I curse because I curse a lot. Yeah. Um, but she's not, she's, she's not, you know, uh, oppressive about it or anything. She just thinks that when she curses, it sounds ugly. Yeah. So she doesn't curse. Yeah. And so she listens to these rap songs and she's going on with these rap songs and then she'll be like, yeah, mother, mm, yeah, hell yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. It's like how my kids rap, dude. We'll listen to rap on the way to school, but they do that. They always they always mute themselves right at the bad parts so that they know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. That's uh, hilarious, so dude. That's we, awesome. So she talks about uh, a, a conversation we had not too long ago. She was talking about 50 Cent. Yeah. And, uh, and she was like, yeah, man, he's like a real, you know, tough guy. And he got shot in the face. And, and I'm like, that's awful. It doesn't take anything to get shot in the face. That's right. That's exactly. It takes. Right. It takes. Yeah. Being on the other side of a gun. Uh, that's right. To get yeah. shot in the face. That's like exactly that's right. Yeah. All the yeah. toughness that it takes. That's right. Many, many, many not tough people get shot in the face. Well, that's exactly right, man. No doubt. That's hilarious. It's the same thing. That's it awesome. doesn't take a lot of skills to take a punch. True story. True story. That's awesome, man. So where where people go to find you if they want to find you? Where are you active? I am Kit Cope everywhere yep. on the Facebooks and the Instagrams and the tweeters and all that stuff. Oh, I'm stuff. always just Kit Cope. And you can check out the Manshit stuff yes. uh, on manshitbrand.com. There you go. You know, go, go get yourself an offensive t-shirt. That's right. That's right. That's rad, man. So cool. Well, we got a couple of new ones that are hilarious all right. that, you, uh, that, you, that you should enjoy. When you first launched it, man, I jumped on there. Check it, but I haven't been able to get back on this. So I'm going to, I will, uh, I'm going to jump on there too. So There's some better some stuff good, on there Some now. good gifties too. Oh so. man. This one, you're speaking of like, you know, talked about dads and, and stuff like that. And we didn't even get into... We, I'm surprised, but we didn't even get into bullying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, yeah. which, which just to cover that quickly, 
I think it's necessary. I just, I, I wouldn't be this guy if I didn't get bullied, period. Yeah. Uh, it teaches you how to deal with adversity, with, with the worst adversity, which is like potential bodily harm, yep. right? That's what, that's what makes everybody so scared is, is I could actually feel pain, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and that's the hardest kind of adversity to deal with. And so you get to, in school when that exists, you get to learn how to deal with it at a very young age. Put that in your pocket. That's it. Uh, people, what's your anti-bullying program? Well, we character matters, and I recommend that uh, character matters. So they've got to show good character while they're here. They have to exhibit good character to each other. And I highly recommend that uh, that all the kids, especially the boys, um, box or wrestle or kickbox or do jujitsu. There's your best anti-bullying program. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, there absolutely. Is. Like they're they're the. You're, you're never really going to get rid of right. bullying. That's right. You know, it's just, it just takes different forms. That's right, now it's cyber bullying and, and whatnot, which is, which is worse. Yeah. So since I can't, not I, because I was a, I was a dwarf when I was in school, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, when a bully can't bully somebody the way that they normally would then they go online and they start bullying well now you've got a bunch of other people bullying that's right. so now you've got gang bullying yeah, going on which is way worse it's a way worse situation for yeah and i'm not saying 100%. promote bullying yep. i'm not saying promote it i'm just saying don't send kids to jail for punking other kids yeah 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 no i couldn't agree with you, you right know, like man, i said i wouldn't be this guy itself. yep I, yeah i wouldn't yep. be this guy so uh, I don't even remember where we, no, where we but came I'm with you that from. I'm with you. <laughs> well, I have to show you, dude, honestly, man, next time you're in SAC, I want you, if, if you have the time, man, I'd love, you, dude, Yo, I'd I would love, love to have you on campus, dude, to. and you kind of see how all this rolls out. Yeah. As, soon as, the, as soon as soon as we can get somebody uh, uh, with, with the cojones to fight Nate next. That's awesome. I'll, I'll yeah, man. That. Yeah. That's so legit, dude. Super thankful for you, brother. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. This is a good conversation. So good. We can do this anytime. I love it, man. There you go, guys. Mr. Kit Cope, dude, thank you for listening. Please share. Please let people know uh, about this podcast. We are going to take a couple weeks off here, and we will come back in January. And we've got a great lineup for you. So appreciate you all, and uh, we will talk to you soon.